The, the only problem is with your short hair, you don't look as much like Mel Gibson as you used to when you had your long flowing locks. Start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, an unfiltered, behind-the-scenes, no-holds-barred look at the realities of the location-independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav, and I am in less shape than the 60-year-old women at my spin class. Worse shape? Worse shape. Worse shape. Hey, man, you're at the spin class at 6 a.m. or 5.30 or something? I don't know. Anyway, that's a win. I'm Jason. We're the co-founders of the community Location Indie. All about the freedom to travel the lifestyle. You can learn more at locationindie.com. Got a bunch of free giveaways when you sign up and a whole bunch of cool stuff. And you're going to learn more about the community as well. This rocking community that we're running from all over the world. And we're doing a meetup in Mexico soon. So you might want to hop on that list. Next X. Uh, yeah, let's talk about your gym experience this morning, Travis. I am admiring the fact from a, from afar, I guess, but through Skype that you are up at the crack of dawn and going to the it's gym. It's been three weeks. Three weeks, I, I can say now, I think I can feel a little proud that I've done it for three weeks. You know, one time you're like, oh, everyone can do something once, right? Second time you're like, all right, you know, could still be fluky. Three times you're at least putting some effort in. Yeah, Jay, for the last three Mondays, I've gotten up at 5.30 and gone to a 6 a.m. spin class, which then means we're now recording at 7.30 a.m. my time, which usually is when I'm in bed. Uh, so yeah, got a spin class in, had a breakfast of eggs and spinach and chicken. It was great. We get to record. So I'm really digging this early morning vibes, and that's not usually my personality, or that's not usually what I what I lean towards. But yeah, this 6 a.m. spin class, it's been pretty good. And it's on a Monday. So, I mean, it's they have it a few days a week. I have only gone on Mondays. I'm not I'm not trying to push myself too hard, man. Let's, let's not get the wrong impression here. But I've gone every Monday for the last three Mondays. And it's been pretty cool, you know? And I, I think we could talk, touch on that, on why I've only gone on Mondays and not try to hold myself to, you know, three days a week or something like that. But yeah, it's been nice to take back a little bit of my time that I didn't have before. You know, obviously, this was just time that I would normally be asleep. So I'm not having to give anything up other than a little bit of sleep, which is, you know, usually I like my sleep. So yeah, here we are. We're going to talk about that today. Reclaiming your time. Reclaiming what is rightfully yours. I'm hoping that Chris, our editor, adds some echo effect on that. Or something that makes it sound like I'm giving a dramatic speech. You know, when Mel Gibson's doing the Braveheart speech where he's running up and down the line of people about to go into battle and getting them all fired up. That's that's what I'm excited about today because, Trav... The, the only problem is with your short hair, you don't look as much like <laughs> Mel Gibson as you used to okay, when you had yeah. your long flowing locks. Uh, I mean, that's, that's, that is true. I have a, like a crew cut now. No, man, I, this got me fired up and I'm like, three, four cups of coffee in to middle of my day. So we're, we may, we're going to have to see how this goes. This is the first time we've done this. But I can tell you when I get up like you have early and those days where I've gotten an early start somehow, 
and it's like 10 o'clock in the morning and you feel like you've had a full day already, it is the best feeling. And I think, oh, why can't I do this every day? But I just can't do it every day because like you, it's not my personality. But we're going to get into that. But I want to talk about what is rightfully yours, your time. This is the most important thing you possess. And going into the new year, uh, actually, I'm not sure when this show's publishing. Maybe we're even in the new year. But it is a good reminder to remember of all the things that location independence can offer us, all of the freedoms and you can you can travel and all these things we talk about. It's your time that matters most. And it is rightfully yours. And I know we're going to talk about some strategies today and how you get some of that back. And in an interesting way, I think that time is probably the easiest one to make a change to where, you know, if we talk about financial freedom, we talk about location freedom, we talk about time freedom. Well, financial freedom, you know, obviously if you're starting a side hustle and you're keeping your job and things like that, I mean, there's ways that you could do that by scaling back on your budget and just saying, I'm going to spend less and this and that. But it, it, I, in my mind, that's a little bit of a longer term game, right? You're either starting a business to make more money or you're cutting back or you're doing both. Sure. You can make immediate changes, but it, but it is a longer term game. Location freedom for a lot of people, that's going to be a longer term game too, because you're tied into a location usually because of your job, right? So if you, if you're looking to start your own business or even go remote, that might take some time for you to do that. Time freedom is something that a lot of people could make a change today and they could start doing something because it doesn't have to be a huge change. So I mentioned here I am, I'm going to the gym every Monday morning, getting up at 5.30. The reason I'm not holding myself to this idea, hey, every day I'm going to wake up and go to the gym, I'm going to wake up at 5.30 and be at the gym at 6 and get an hour workout in, is because I knew that if I set that as a goal, I would have failed already, right? I started two Mondays ago, so we were like 14 days in here. There was no way I would have done that for the last 14 days. It just wouldn't have happened. So what I did was, and I said this to you, Jay, and I actually, um, the reason I said it and I said on our location India accountability call was because like to this morning, I did not want to wake up and I had excuses in my head. You know, our, our little guy wit was up last night and crying and all this kind of stuff. I just thought, no way. Like, I don't want to do this. Um, I'm not going to go like after record with Jason at 730. I have a super long day. I'm going to the Eagles game tonight. It's a Monday night game. Like I won't get home till 11 PM. I thought, all right, I just, you know, I can cut this out. But because I made it like accountable to you. And I knew, Hey, it's only Monday. Like I don't have to get up early tomorrow. I don't have to get up early Wednesday. Like you can do this, just push through this one time. That's what made it feasible. And so that's why I think time freedom, taking back your time, like you said, Jay, using a like, don't make it too big of a goal. Say, Hey, half hour, once a week, I'm going to do this. Or for an hour, once a week, I'm going to do this. And we talk about that when we talk about making non-negotiable time to start your business. You don't need a big chunk, but but start with a little chunk and make that change. And you could legitimately do it today because everyone could give up one little piece of time somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. And it's uh, interesting because we both, as you said, getting on the call, you front-loaded was the term you used, front-loaded your Monday or your week. And we thinking about Monday as the beginning of the week, which that's another debate. Like, what is what is the beginning of the week when you're an entrepreneur? I guess, but tr- we've kind of. It seems like no matter what, you fall into that Monday through Friday kind of things. That's when people are around, when you can get in touch with people a little more. But I think it's healthy too. And, and I, we're going to do another episode on how my, on workaholics and 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 when you start, should you be a workaholic or not? 
But I do think it's healthy eventually, and you can correct me if, if you think differently, Jay, to fall into a routine. Maybe it's not Monday through Friday, but for a lot of people it will be. And I've fallen into that routine because it makes sense for my life versus, oh, I'll work when I want. And then it that becomes this amorphous idea that either I'm not doing too much, I'm not doing enough work, or I'm doing too much work, both which are harmful. Yeah, the routine definitely helps. And I think like you, because my wife was saying, something about today it's month you know last night and i said oh tomorrow i'm just slammed because i had booked all this stuff i have this whole list of things to do and i like starting the week off that way sometimes because you feel like all right i've got some things under my belt already i've got a podcast going out later that's done you know we did some recording i've been kind of doing stuff that I can do here in Norway when everybody else is asleep in the States and everything that just, you know, it's just a good way to start the week. And we always talk about batching and kind of putting tasks together, but taking that a step further when it comes to reclaiming your time is also thinking about the things that you can front load in the beginning of the week, like we did, but also maybe offload, maybe some things that you don't want to do anymore that you can hire out for this year for your business or just get some help with, or maybe a partnership, you know, can you leverage a partnership for a certain project idea? There are all these things to talk about. And, and I think the goal here is to center this around time and this attitude of, as I'm throwing the sword into the ground, Travis, and saying, you know, reclaim what is rightfully yours, because I think all too often our agendas can get mixed up with other people's agendas, right? Like somebody said that your email inbox, for example, is somebody else's agenda, for the most part, somebody emailing you asking for something, right? And you want to give and you want to serve, but there comes a point too where you need to have your time to take care of you and to do the creative work and to do the traveling. You need to fulfill your soul and all that type of stuff. And fortunately or unfortunately, in our busy times, it's a good idea to block that out. Yeah, I I think that is one of the most important lessons and hardest lessons to learn. Whether you're an entrepreneur, I mean, I say when you're an entrepreneur, but when you're trying to make a change or when you're trying to do something on your own, is this idea of of setting aside time and being proactive versus reactive. So f- you mentioned this, for example, I used to just record whenever I could. I'd be like, hey, here's my, ca-. I wouldn't, you know, half the time I wouldn't even say here's my calendar and here's a link to it and schedule one. Be like flipping 10 emails back and forth to get one guest on the podcast, right? Which is awful, awful and inefficient. So instead I, I looked at it maybe six, seven months ago. I'm like, what is, what do I like doing? And what is stuff that, that is then making me react? And, and so having a guest on a podcast was making me react because if someone scheduled in for Wednesday at noon, all of a sudden in the morning, I kind of schlubbed around because I'm like, oh, I got this podcast. And then after I was done, I was kind of like, oh, I felt somewhat accomplished, but I was only really doing one thing. So I thought, all right, well, I like doing this and I like recording, but how can I be proactive? And so instead I just said, all right, I'm opening up every Monday to record with other people. So for example, Jay, today we're recording here earlier. They have five more podcasts, which is crazy. It's not always five in a row, but today's crazy. But instead, what's kind of neat about this is A, I'm being proactive and saying, here's my dates. If you can do Mondays, here's any Monday for like the next two months, schedule in. But um, I know that that's when I'm recording. And I also know on the flip side, that I'm not recording on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So what that gives me is time on those days, specifically Thursday and Friday for me, 
where when you have those days, like you mentioned, Jay, where you, you know, there is stuff you have to get done. You do have to be reactive to people, whether it be email inbox or following up with stuff or something like that. I have those days and I call those like my connection and my housekeeping days. So everything that I, I need to do that, that is going to kind of take away from at, you know, the creative side or something like that. I, I put on this list. I'm like, all right, you can get to those Thursday or Friday. Or for example, a friend of mine, um, last week wanted to get together. We haven't seen each other for a while. So I said, Hey, can you do Thursday or Friday? Again, it's like, I'm not giving you any time throughout the week to do it. Can you do Thursday or Friday? Okay. And I know that then if that becomes a day where not as much gets done, that's okay. It is the end of the week. And that's what that day is for. So you're kind of alleviating, alleviating all that guilt that you feel when you're like, I should be doing something. So you're taking back your time and you're helping yourself be more efficient, effective. And you're also feeling better when you get to go out and hang out with someone on a Friday for lunch because you know that you did all the stuff front loaded in the week. Yeah. I mean, there's also this whole idea of, all right, what, you know, what are some things that you do in your business that are essential that are things you do all the time. And for us, podcasting is a big part of that. We love it. And it's also, it's just what we do. It's a, a main thing that we do, right? So yeah, maybe the main, thing. yeah, I would say, yeah, the main thing, which is so lucky we get to sit here and talk on a microphone. I think about that sometimes it still blows my mind. Wow. I just get to hang out with my buddy and talk about the stuff that we would be sitting here talking about anyway, <laughs> but we get to record it and share it with you. It's a beautiful thing. And when you're, batching like that and, and we'll use the podcast example i've been doing the same thing trav I mean, i'm a little more scattered in terms of what days i do it and things like that but i made a rule for myself recently because and i was talking to you about this because i was getting really stressed out and kind of anxious about the times that i was recording interviews because i am based in europe and a lot of people i talk to are in the states and therefore i felt it was necessary to open my calendar at nighttime, when my kids were in bed, like from eight o'clock onwards, to record right. interviews for them, for those, like you were doing it for yes, those people, for basically. those, for those people, because I don't love recording podcasts at nine o'clock at night. I'm tired. I don't. I'm I'm awake enough to do certain types of work, but it's not my favorite time. Of course, I can get up for it, but I don't love it. So I kind of just, you know, this is a perfect example of reclaim what's rightfully yours. Right? I just said, okay. I'm not doing this anymore, at least for the short term. I'm going to only open up my calendar. The last time that people can book is from like two to three, my time. And unless there's somebody that is somehow the exception to the rule and I really want to talk to them and I'm excited at nine o'clock to talk to them, not like that's no offense to any guests I've had on it. That was like just a part of what I needed to do to get podcasts done. But I'm just saying I'm not doing it anymore. So if people want to be on... They can get up early or we can hook up. I have a couple people that contacted me and, oh, they're like, well, I'm going to travel to Europe like in a couple months, so maybe we'll do it then. And it just kind of is working out so far. So that to me was a weight off my shoulders because now in those nighttime hours, I don't have to think about being up in in the in that space in, in terms of my work because it's that's a certain headspace I need to be in. And it's also just going to help make the, the end result better, I think. I mean, I say this with all these caveats that I'm not against going back to this, Trav. It's just something that feels good for me right now and I'm retaking what is mine, which is my time at night. 
Isn't it interesting, too, that when you set a line in the sand and say, hey, you know, here's my calendar book in, you know, whatever, whatever the situation may be for me, it's like now only Mondays for you. You're saying I'm not going to be doing nights in Europe. Like it's, you know, it's a little bit of a funky time zone for people in the U.S., but you just say, hey, here's when I can record. Isn't it interesting how it just works out? Like, A, people who can't record will tell you that, but I haven't had anyone come to me yet since I've been doing this for the last four or five months and say, hey, Mondays just never work ever. Like, I just can't do Mondays for whatever reason. Is there any other time? Not a single person has said that. Now, some people might have booked like two months in advance on a Monday, but no one has come back and and given me any flack or just said it wasn't going to work. Now, with you, the situation is probably a little bit different, but people will find a way to make it work. And I also think that so many people always want to be accommodating, and this is not a bad thing per se, but it can turn into a bad thing where, where... if no one's taking the lead and saying, hey, here's when I can do it, it becomes just like, well, if you could do it here, well, now if you could do it there, you know, and you're back and forth and back and forth when it feels good for me to put a line in the same day. Hey, here's my calendar. Book in when you can. And then and then they also have something that's helping them reclaim their time like they know. All right. These are the only times I can do it. So let me, I'll move stuff around. It's just helping everyone get a little more structured. And like you said, it's you know, it's a lifestyle. Like we do this for a lifestyle and it's a lifestyle choice and all the benefits that come around with it of travel and location independence, financial freedom and all this. But if you're not doing things that work with you for your time, then it's, it's leading like in the end, what's the point almost like, yes, there's going to be exceptions, but in my mind, make this the rule. And then if something is big enough, then make the exception instead of everything kind of being the exception to the rule. Yeah. I mean, it also kind of can change the work that you do or focus on, right? You know, and we'll just go with the podcasting example. For me, when I was thinking about this, I was thinking, well, okay, that might mean I do more solo shows, you know, and they're not, they're harder for me to do. They're not my favorite things to do, but they don't depend on anybody else. And I can create content that's helpful to people and still serves people that way without having to have a conversation at 10 o'clock at night, my time when it's a little late for me. So it can change the creative work that you do. And also maybe it can give you new ideas. Right. Maybe you find more European guests because now all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, they're on my time zone. Maybe you get a guest on and you record two shows at once because, you know, on two different topics for, for some reason, because you're like, well, it, it took us a month to get scheduled in, so we might as well make the most of it. Or or maybe you get a recurring co-host. Like that was the reason that Heather started coming on the Extra Pack of Peanuts podcast was it was just really hard for me to get guests on every week. Uh, again, this was way back three years ago, and it was because I was less structured. But sh- I needed to put stuff out, so she started coming on, and that's turned into one of the best decisions we've made. So, there, yeah, there's a lot of things that will come out of it, and I just think that the, the time thing is one of the things that I know for myself personally I overlooked as being – like secondary or maybe not even secondary, like on the periphery, like, oh yeah, 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 I could structure my time, but all these other things come first. Making this dollar comes first, you know, traveling to this place comes first, recording with this person comes first, you know, the, the grind, you know, quote unquote comes first. And all of a sudden I just stopped and was like, this is silly. 
Like I'm treading water in so many directions when one small tweak and it come usually comes on your end. That that's the I think that's the issue is the tweak has to come from you making a change. And sometimes that's the that's the hardest thing. You have to admit you're doing something maybe not not the best way you can. And then you have to take a stand and say, well, I'm going to make this change. Like I said, like I, I didn't want to go to the gym last week on Monday. I didn't want to go this week, but I did. Now I feel great. And, and so like a small change there. So I, I do think that everyone can find some sort of time, whether it is to do something they love, like, Hey, go to the gym or, or 30 minutes of language study or, Hey, I'm going to journal and meditate, like whether it be something like that or whether it be building a business. And we talk a lot about that and I'll beat it till it's dead in the ground is this idea of non-negotiable time and just setting it aside and saying like, Hey, this is it Tuesday, Thursday, two hours a day, whatever it wants to be like, this is my non-negotiable time. And, and that, that's all there is to it. Like there's nothing that's going to pull me away from this other than a real, real emergency. Yeah. There's also where you mentioned, I think, is the butterfly effect, right? Where you make a decision like this, you stake your claim on your time, getting some of it back, and then has this butterfly effect where it might impact the type of guests you have or things, all the things that you just discussed. And that's a cool thing, too, when you think about it, because it's just, it can keep things fresh and you can be resourceful in terms of how you get that done. But the main focus is reclaiming your time and then you work everything around that. And that's the big emphasis of, of this show because it's just, it, it, I mean, it's so cliche to say it is the most important thing we have. Duh, obviously all we have in our time and everything like that. But it's like, no, really, when we really sit down and think about our days and how they're going, my wife and I were just sitting on the couch last night and I was asking her, what, what are your like, you can't help but start thinking about big goals when you go into a new year, right? Even though it's just a date on a calendar, there's something about turning the calendar over that makes everything fresh and new and exciting. And, and you kind of think, what big changes can I make? And, and one of the things that we talked about was being a little smarter with the smartphone, not being on stuff that's really not benefiting our lives that much and getting that time back. You know, And then it's like, okay, so... Now I'm getting time back. What am I going to do with that time? Should I take a chunk of that and make it non-negotiable time for my business? Should I get a chunk of that and make it uh, a time where, hey, I love to hike, so I'm going to hike three days this week during this hour that I just basically stole back. Steal back your time. And I always wonder, because my, you know my friends Jason and Kelly, they were jelly. here. We, jelly. We were talking about how there are all these things that you have to do to manage your your regular life. It just seems like, oh, I got to go to the bank. You know, all these little errands and stuff. And we're just like, how do people get anything done? I feel like that's a full-time job sometimes. So I'm always feeling so grateful that I'm location independent and I have my own, I control my own schedule when I'm at the store in the middle of the day or doing these things. Because when I go to do them at times, other people are doing them. First of all, it's insane. Secondly, like going to a grocery store at like yeah. Sunday I mean, it just happens sometimes. It, it does. You know, sometimes you're just in rush hour traffic because you had to go at that time, and it's just like, why did I do this? But I'm, I'm not in rush hour traffic because I don't drive here in Norway. But I've been before. Even though you control your schedule, you don't do everything perfect. But that whole idea, uh, and also just the amount of things there are to do. Sometimes, I, I how. Did I ever get anything done? All this stuff done? You have to just do it on your off time. So the most obvious thing, Trav, is what you're doing, which is getting up earlier, right? I mean, then you're truly 
you, you are. You're stealing a little bit of time. I didn't want to dive into the, the smartphone thing too much, but this has been a big, big push for me. And again, do as we say, not as we always do. We're not saying we're perfect, but this has been a big push over the last three, four days for me. And I, I don't know why it came about. Actually, there were a few things that came out. One, I listened to Elon Musk on Joe Rogan's podcast, which is oh, yeah. fascinating. That was a great interview. interview. You guys haven't heard it, but he talks about only having Twitter. And I'm sitting there thinking like, how does this dude, Elon Musk, like not have an Instagram, you know, whatever. And, and like everyone says, oh, you have to have Instagram. And even when I said, oh, I'm going to get rid of my social media for right now, I'm not saying forever. I'm not saying it's even like the devil. I'm just saying for, for right now, December, 2018, I'm, I'm going, I'm not going to post. I'm not even saying for a month. I'm just saying, I don't want to do it for the next couple days, five days, you know, it feels good. Um, and someone close to me was like, uh, yeah, well, that's a good decision for your business. And I was like, it's it's my I, decision, right? It's like not exactly it's 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 what you want to do. It's not exactly taking back your time, but it's that same idea of I get to make the call, right? I'm saying I'm not going to do this because I don't want to do it. I don't even know what I'm going to miss out on because I'm not. It's not a part of my life. So yeah, I think the a few big ones for people are a trying to wake up a little earlier, um, and b yeah, spending less time on those things that that are a time suck, even if they seem like they're fun. So I think we've covered what we wanted to cover today, which is a re-emphasis on reclaiming what is rightfully yours. Yours, yours. Chris added in the echo. Your time. (laughs) And how that can, on the surface, not be exactly what it appears to be because there's that butterfly effect and, and other things. And it's just a good meta way to think as you design your life going forward in the next year, I think putting that ownership of, of time with others, with friends, with your, for yourself first. And then t- we talk about lifestyle business, building the business about your lifestyle will build things around the time that you need for yourself and your, for your friends and family. And I think that Jay, a little thing goes a long way. Like one 45 minute spin class sets me up for the whole day. And honestly, like the whole week, because I'm saying, Hey, I started my week this way. So if people are sitting there saying, Oh man, that's a bit overwhelming. Like, you know, I'm going to meditate every day, this and that it, it's, it doesn't have to be overwhelming. Just set a line in the sand for one thing that gives you your time back. And again, it should be something you enjoy or something you think is going to be good for you. Like, again, not something you hate. Like I'm setting as a spin class on Monday morning. I like cycling. So it's not like I'm saying, oh, dude, I'm going to go for a 10 mile run and dreading it. Yeah, I didn't want to wake up because it was early. But when I'm up, I'm actually enjoying myself at the activity. So I think reclaim it. Just set one thing, like make one goal. I'm going to do 30 minutes a, a week Spanish language learning or painting or reading a book or whatever it is, or I'm going to go for a walk every Monday morning. Like that's something easy, right? I'm going to start my day at 7 a.m. with a 30 minute walk instead of waking up at eight, whatever it is, just it's going to make such an outsized impact for the amount of time you actually are reclaiming. It's just going to yeah, like that butterfly effect. It's going to have so many ripples that you're not even going to be able to pinpoint until you start looking back and say, hey, why why all of a sudden, like November 2018, did I get boom, 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 more efficient, more effective, 
oh man, I, I just thought I was going to get up a little earlier on a Monday. Well, for me, a lot earlier on a Monday. But yeah, I just think pick one thing, right? Pick one thing and and take that back. Yes, and we have a couple minutes left. We look at us coming in on time. We're reclaiming we do, time. We're giving you two minutes of your life. Well, back. we're not yet because we got to give a shout out to somebody in location indie, Melissa, who came to our Denver experience and set a big goal for. She's very passionate about visiting animal sanctuaries and animals, and she does these amazing animal illustrations. And she is going on a crazy trip all around. She listed it in Location Indy. There's a bunch of countries she's visiting. She's going to see Icelandic horses and she's going to go to this donkey farm and all this amazing stuff. And that just came out of her you know, getting it down and then committing to it and then getting the accountability, of course, and just taking action on her own. So uh, we just wanted to give a huge shout out to Melissa for making yeah, it Yeah, one happen. of the cool... One of the coolest things that came out of that Denver experience was when you said to her, she was listing all these things she wanted to do, all these places she wanted to visit animals around the world. It was this crazy list. Half half the animals, I didn't even know what they were. And you just said to her, okay, so set a date. When are you going to do it? And what'd she say? January 6th, I think, was the date. She wrote it out on the board in front of everyone. She's like, yeah, I'm going to do it January 6th. That's when I'm going to leave on this trip. And that was only a couple months ago. And now she's leaving on this trip to do it. So I, I, a bigger version of reclaiming your time when you actually set these goals and set these dates and make it happen. You know, that's, that's a, again, more of maybe a macro version of reclaiming your, your time because now you're, you're actually taking back weeks or months or something like that. Yeah. But, so, Hey, yeah. I, fa- I found her post is just, just a couple things quick Two donkey sanctuaries in the UK. She's going to visit and volunteer at a bat hospital, a monkey sanctuary, hedgehog sanctuary, I didn't even know these things, all these sanctuaries on these different animals existed. So it's so cool to see what she's doing as Chris buzzes us out. And um, I will say, if you want to see some really amazing illustrations that she does, if you go to her website, naturalhistoryillustration.com, she's got some incredible uh, drawings there and uh, butterflies, insects, and uh, just really cool stuff. So just so pumped for her. And um yeah, thanks for being in our community, Melissa. And by the way, if you're looking for support, advice, help, structuring your time, reclaiming it, all this stuff, nobody's in a bubble here, right? We can't do this stuff alone. Running a lifestyle business is, uh, it's absolutely essential to have the support. It's one of those things I can't say it's voluntary. You need to get around people doing this some way or somehow. That's why we built Location Indie. If you want to learn more, if you want to get in, uh, you can sign up over there, locationindie.com and get around some like-minded people that are doing this uh, as well if you need the support. Reclaim your time. Reclaim what is rightfully yours. Jay, you need longer hair, man, if you're going to pull off the Braveheart (laughs) thing, though. You guys can't see it. It's an audio podcast. Just envision him with hair down down past his shoulders. In reality, it's like the cleanest, highest cut I've ever seen on him. Looks good, man. Looks (laughs) good. Thanks, buddy. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll chat with you soon. (laughs) Take care.